is. Please don't hurt me, I'm scared. From behind you. I'm going to grab... Well, I'm going to try and grab your grab his arm. Like, I assume you, like, sat next to me. Mm. What's that? I think there's something in Zaga's pasties. <laughs> I'm not feeling very good. <laughs> no, my arms are very heavy, and I, I, can you not hear that creature? Yes, it said, it said, don't hurt me, I'm scared or something. What? Oh, that's... It didn't sound like it was speaking. It, it sounded, sounded quite, like, quite sweet. It sounded like it was growling to me. Please, are you... Hello? You can hear Indraconic speaking, saying, Okay. Please help me, I'm scared. I was going to say in Indraconic, who's there? Valner, you turn around, and in the darkness... It's hard to see it at first, but you, the, basically the fire that you have lit is kind of reflecting against the surface of something. And you see two small eyes looking from behind you. Um, there is... The creature is probably about the size of, like, a human on all fours. A lizard looks like a dragon. Uh, have you, do you think Valna's ever seen a dragon before? Probably not. Probably not. There are dragons in the Agatha Woods, so yeah, perfectly feasible yeah. for you to have. But Maybe, you know, yeah, but not like close. Maybe like it way off in the distance, yeah. like a silhouette. Like someone's gone. Oh, look at that! This looks a dragon, but way smaller than one you've kind of heard of. Looks yeah. very young. Kind of the light dancing against. I've probably seen the pictures and stuff. Yeah, its uh, wings kind of come out from its back and stretch all the way down its tail, like two great big fans. And you can see again that kind of it looks very kind of scared. As you say, you know, who goes who are you? They kind of backs off. You're like a kind of cat, like shrieks down a little bit. It's like, my name's Rithnim. Um, so now it's speaking in Ark. No, it's speaking in Draconic stuff. Because oh, okay. no one's spoken to it in Ark and it's speaking in Draconic. And he goes, yeah. my name's Rithnim. Um, I'm, I'm really lost. I'm, I'm sorry I blew on you. I just didn't know what, I didn't know if you'd attack me like everybody else. Again, you do just you hit- speak dragon? <laughs> you look like a dragon. I do. It, it's, okay. it's okay. Nifrin? Was it Nifrin? Nithrim. Oh, nice to meet you. Why? What are you doing here? Again, I'm sorry, I should have specified time of day. It's kind of the sun's just starting to rise. So you can kind of just see, like, it's mostly like that dawn light. The fire is flickering still, and it's just kind of, like, um, still quite dark, but it's getting towards morning. It's just like, I'm I'm lost. I have been for quite a while. Insight. Yeah, can you insight check? Do I believe him? Nine. It just seems like a scared little creature. Um... I I I I didn't mean to hurt anyone. I just I just I didn't know what, didn't know what to do. So I I I'm feeling a bit weak. Is is that you? Uh yeah. Um I can stop people being able to attack me. Did you attack that cart over there? Um they took my treasure. I don't think they realized it was yours. No, I know, but I needed it back. I was very hungry. I see. You gave them quite the scare. Well, they 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 shot me with arrows and tried to hit me with swords. Oh, I see. But well, they said that they didn't see what attacked them. I don't think they did. I I was I, I tried to be quiet, but they they knew something was there. They just it seemed just kind of blind. They fired arrows. I don't. I say this. They didn't use swords. They just fired arrows at me. They couldn't quite see where I was. Why have you come to us? I saw him when he kind of looks at. Um, uh, Derek, uh, I've we've um, my my friend um, has met with people like him before, um, and they are usually quite nice. We're very friendly, and we mean you no harm. Is there any way to maybe reverse this heavy-limbed thing you've done to us? Um, it will wear off quite quickly. 
Uh, as we're speaking with, uh, was it Nithrin? Nithrin. As we're speaking with Nithrin, um, could I just be telepathically waking people up with the sentence, everything's okay, but slowly wake up, we're not in danger, we're having a conversation with this thing. Do you do, the, do you do it to everyone, including David and Phil? Just intermittently, like while you guys are speaking, I'll just like place a sentence into each person's mind, including the, yeah, yeah, David and Phil. Everyone kind of slowly wakes up. Do you think? Mm. Do you think you can? Yeah, as you guys wake up, you see this kind of small gold dragon. In fact, I'm going to show you guys a little picture. Sorry, listeners, but Aww. it's very cute. Aww. I recommend the Google. Um, Looks like good cooking. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> kind of stands there, and it's like. Uh, as Gable kind of rouses up, it's like, I um, I left my friend um, because I thought it was about time I needed a lair of my own. And then I uh, found um, a monster. Um, well, I found a nest and then a monster came back to the nest and I scared it away. Um, what did the monster look like? It was like a horse. But it had big wings and a beak. It was a very sharp beak. Can I point to Custard and be like, like that one? <laughs> kind of backs off really scared, like, yeah. Um, I think it was I think it was its nest. Um, but then it left because I, I I needed it was my lair. I was I you know, I needed to be there. Uh, it was very important that I was there. I need to look after everybody and I needed a lair to do it. Um so then it left. Uh, and then I got really hungry. Um so I um I, I, I tried to find uh, find some gold, and I found some gold, and then it got taken from me. Yes, you'd mentioned that part. Mm. Can I try and get a grip on Custard just in case Custard has some flashbacks? Custard's still sleeping. Out. Custard's still currently sleeping, but okay. if you can, I suppose, crouch you, next to him. Yeah, get quite near him and kind of hide in the drain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you see, they hear the, the cabin doors unlock, and David and Phil kind of look out, short swords in hand, and they go... What the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? It's okay. It's <laughs> like okay. holding the swords out. It's okay. Put it away. Uh, you see, it's kind of uh, Nithrin's kind of cowering back a little bit. Can you give me a persuasion check, please? Seventeen? Oh no, eighteen. Sorry. You can kind of say they're like, okay, but what the fuck is it? That looks like a dragon. It is a dragon, just a small one. Uh, it, it's just scared and lost, and mm. it seems that it dropped its treasure and you picked it up. See, David, look, it's a little fucking bastard that stole our stuff. Can I go over to David? He claims that you stole his stuff. And just say, I, I, I said he wasn't a threat, okay? And I try to put my arm on his hand to lower his sword, but my arm's like spaghetti. So I just flop <laughs> my arm on top of his arm. <laughs> put your weapon down. You're the weight of your arm <laughs> is <laughs> enough. Oh, my fucking hell. He sheathes his sword. What's wrong with it? Why did it, what's, what's going on? It's scared. It's lost. All right. I kind of hop out of the wagon. Where are you from? And the dragon kind of looks. And it's like, um, I live. I live with my friend in a an old tower by a, a lake, surrounded by trees. I don't know. I haven't been able to find it. Phil kind of goes, I know what that is. Really good fishing spot. We used it on the way back. We kind of filled up rations whilst we were there. You know, if this is where it's from, we can take it back there. See whoever this friend is. Hmm. It'd be nice to get some fish. Who is your friend exactly? He's um. His name's um, his name's Arthur. Is he a dragon too? He's um, a human. Human what? Being. But like, what <laughs> is he being? <laughs> a human. I mean, does he 
possess magic? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. He's um, a wizard and he lives in a tower and he's my friend. I have a bad feeling about this. Is it because there's a person involved and you don't trust people? Because I'm noticing a pattern. Yeah, maybe. Can I make a roll and see if I know him from wizarding school or legends or lore? A 17 for history. You don't know of a wizard Arthur who's friends with baby dragons. Those eccentric tower wizards. Yeah, I mean, you know, like a wizard's tower is like a classic thing for a wizard to do. Like, right, I'm leaving this. I'm setting up my own tower in my own, and I'm going to do my own wizardy thing. Oh, he must be in his 90s at least by going through this phase. No, I, he's my, my, my friend's not, Arthur's like nice. Like, he's not going to hurt. Like, you could just take me to like where I can see the lake and I'll be able to get back. He'll probably give you something to say thank you for helping me. I think it's worth a try. Maybe he could magic us up some more rations to take with us. I wonder if um, a wizard would have access to healing potions. Oh, useful, yes. Likely. He may know the lay of the land as well and you'd be able to give us better directions in the map, point out potential dangers. Good view from a tower? Oh, yes. And perhaps a nice place to rest. Um, He's quite private about his house. Um, like I say, he, he has collects magic items, so he might have something to give you. It's not too far out of our way, is it, Nathan? Nathan kind of speaks to uh, Phil and David, uh, pulls out his map, and they kind of work it out together. Uh, the kind of point where it is, is like, no, not really. Like, we'll dive a little bit, but not too badly. Phil and David, are you coming? Well, now I've pointed out on the map, Phil kind of says, I'd rather we didn't. If that's all right, like I don't really want to be dealing with this dragon business. I think it'd be best if we head off, to be honest. That's understandable. Oh, he kind of turns to the dragon. Can we get any of our gold back? Um, and the, the dragon kind of looks a little bit sheepish, like Nithrin looks a bit sheepish. She goes, I, um, I've, I've eaten it. I'm really sorry. And they kind of, they, there's a look of disappointment on Phil and David's face. And like, well, I guess we made two gold. He says, like, looking at, uh, looking at Valna. Can I just say, it wasn't really your gold. It was his first. Phil kind of goes, I guess, but uh, I don't know, where did you find it? And Nithrin looks a little bit sheepish. And like, I kind of dug it up, found it in the woods as well. It's, this treasure clearly had a long journey before it fell into my belly. What do you poop, Nithrin? <laughs> Golden nuggets, I take it out of my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, just normal poop. Mm, I believe it when I see it. We're not. No. Yeah, I mean, can you do? It well, I mean, if you camp? eat gold, I don't know, something valuable maybe comes out the back oh, of you, like I'm, a golden goose. Yeah, I'm not pooping gold. The gold kind of shimmers his scale, his like wing goes into my scales. I imagine Derek, as we carry on, keeps a very careful watch on on Nifrin's backside. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you kind of get them out, Phil and David kind of bid their adieu. Um, the, you know, once again, saying thank you very much for everything nice you've done. You. Yeah, so nice meeting you all as well. Back thank you to the capital. Yes, yes, thank you. Uh, but we're not going to the capital, actually. We're going to head over um, head over east, we think. But yes, thank you. Oh. They start to trundle away. Um, Nithrin seems to be relaxing a little bit, quite happy that you're going to help. It's like, I hope Arthur's not upset with me. I just felt like it was I was old enough, you know? It's time to strike out on my own and find my own lair. How old are you? Me, I'm four. Is that four in dragon years or just four in general? Do you have different years? Well, I know this dog years, and you dragons oh, aged just a different. No, I'm. I I've been alive for four trips around the sun. I guess. Oh, fair enough. You four are quite years. young. Yes, but no, I was. I'm 
big enough to stand up for myself. I just I um, pat maybe, him on the shoulder and just well head and then just walk on. I'm sure you are. Maybe I jumped the gun a bit. He says as you all gotta walk away. Do they have questions for Nithrin as you make your way north towards presumably his home? I'm waiting for my questions to be answered. Walk away. Oh. And we're all looking at you while you stare at uh, his ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, have a bag. Like I say, I'll let you know when I poop and you can inspect it. Appreciate it. That's fine. Do you eat gems? No, I wear them. You're shiny. Yes, it's part of my ancestry. You're like an amethyst dragon. That's correct, I But am. like a person. Yes, we're dragonborn. Oh, you're the, the god messenger people. Well, so it's been said, yes. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. And you don't eat gems? Uh, no, we treasure them, but we, no, we don't consume them. No, I'm just confused. Hmm. I mean, if you like gold so much, why, why do you eat it? Gold, well, I eat gold. I, gold I eat, but like gems are also nice as well. I, they're just, they're tasty. And then Arthur says they um, make you big and strong. How did you find yourself with Arthur? Um, I've lived with Arthur since I hatched. And shouldn't you be with your mother and father when you hatch? I know some dragons don't look after the young, but um, gold? Um, usually, yes. But... I don't think he'll know answers from before he was born. Yes. I'm sure Arthur would have explained why he doesn't look like Nithrin over here. I'm only four. Yeah, I yeah. think Nithrin's questions might be a little bit limited at this point. Uh, Nithrin is hiding something. <laughs> Like, Can I... he's trying really hard not to say anything, but he's like... Can I try and intimidate him into saying... Dickhead. Yes, you may. That's a 21. What do you say? Uh, what do you say to this four-year-old I'm child? I'm just thinking, because Zaga may... I don't want her to get angry just yet. You've already made one child cry. Yeah. Yeah. That was me, technically. It was both of you. Yeah. Gotta get Too angry. You gotta I get mean. Just step in front of Nithrin and say right you shiny little thing you tell us what you're hiding or, or we're not going to take you where you need to go we need to know exactly what we're walking into and I need to know exactly what to write down for my notes backs off towards you Valno because you've been really nice to him kind of backs off a little bit and he's like I can't tell you he told me not to tell you it's a secret tell it's us specifically no, no well you the thing with secrets is sometimes you need to tell secrets in order for people to be able to help you and we're trying to help you Secrets get people hurt, and if you don't want to get yourself hurt, you will tell us. He kind of looks down at his feet, and then looks up at you for reassurance, Valna, and then kind of looks a bit scared at the half-orc before, and, and kind of says, he mumbles something under his breath. What? What was that? Mm, he's, he's my dad. It, he's, he's your dad? He's your father. So he is a dragon? He nods. Oh, I... So, but how can he be a dragon and a person? I do believe that some dragons can cast magic. He said adult dragons can sometimes look like people. And he, people get scared if there's dragons nearby. And he says that if people find out that there's dragons nearby, then they'll kick us out of our home. Um, and he doesn't want that because that means that all the people will get hurt and die. What, what does he eat? Gold. Where do you get all the gold? He has a lot of treasure. Um, but also, you know, other things. So if he's worried about people finding out about the dragon and portrays himself as a human, why does he not hide you? He does. Oh, and that's why you wanted some space? Yeah. 
I, I thought I could find my own place in the world. And then he said no, and then I thought I was old enough, and I was going to prove him wrong. And your your dad, Arthur, he, he's, um, you say... He he's actually called Arthraxis. Your dad, Arthritis, he's Arth- quite... Arthraxis. <laughs> Arthri- oh, that's right. He's quite protective of people. Yes. Well, the thing is, people hear dragon and they get scared. And then when they get scared, they um, try to kill them. And then, well, he's a dragon. So they, they don't kill him. And then a lot of people get very, very hurt. I see. So I think I can understand that people might not like dragons, but that might not necessarily be their fault. Exactly. So he'd have no reason to harm us? Is it? No. No, 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 no. Well, I'm no. sure he'd okay. be happy we bring his, his, he, uh, his child back. Uh, so he has some uh, other friends that kind of come and help sometimes, that do good things um, when he hears things, good things need doing. Um, but it's not very many, and it's very secret that people do this. Um, he's friends with some of the elves, and not, none of the humans. Um, he used to be very angry with elves, he told me, but he's he does not anymore. Oh, really? Mm. Well, it might be nicer to talk to him than to some real humans. Mm. Yeah, he's, yeah. Um, he used to be very, yeah, very upset with elves, but he's he's nearly a thousand years old, I think. He's a very old dragon. Well, I think we should go and meet him. Yes, onwards, I'm looking forward to Please it. Please don't tell him I said anything. No, no, we'll keep it a secret. Yes. And there's nothing else you are not telling us. There's nothing to tell you. Okay, I just need to make sure, because, like I said, secrets get people hurt. Mm-hmm. And your father's digestive system, we're not keeping any secrets there, but... <laughs> Please don't ask Arthur. Please don't ask him if you can inspect his poo as well. No, again, it's not. So, like, he also eats, like, normal... I also eat normal food. It's just treasure tastes really nice and also does help. Part of a balanced diet. What was it, my golden goose, that you did to us that made us all floppy and lethargic? Um, it's a... um, So, different dragons have different... Things they can do. Are you, oh, just are you walking at this point? Yeah, yeah we're on our yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, different dragons can do different things with their breath, and uh, metallic dragons, so children of Bahamut, uh, we can do uh, things that aren't just hurting. Are you worship Bahamut too? We are. We are of Bahamut. The metallic dragons were created by him. Of course. I'm sure you know this, but I'll tell your friends as well. Um, there were the three dragon gods. There was Tiamat, Sardinor, and Bahamut. And they all made their own dragons. You know, the Bahamut made the metallic ones, Sardinor made the gem ones, and Tiamat made the... Chromatic ones? Yeah, that's it. I always, I always say colourful, but chromatic ones. And when, and they did that, and they all worked for uh, the, the, each of their gods and did their own things. Um, and then there was lots of wars with big people. Bigger than dragons? Yeah, uh, similar size to dragons. They are big people. Big people. And then there was some fighting with elves, but not for very long. And then the dragons didn't do as much anymore. They kind of hid away, so they stayed secret. Not that long ago, the gods decided that because the dragons weren't doing enough anymore, they would send messengers um, that they all worked on together. So all of the dragon... Dragonborn? Is that what you call them? That's right, yes. All the dragonborn are descendants from the messengers of all the gods that they work together to represent that they are doing something as a, as a group and trying not to tie themselves too much because all the different types of dragons are a bit more tied to who the gods were and they think that that's what's made us not be as um, public, um, I suppose. 
But that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's what that is. But see, we are children of Bahamut. This is, for you guys, the origins of the Dragonborn. It's fairly commonly known that Dragonborn are like messengers of the gods. Or at least they profane yeah. to be messengers. They said 200 years ago, they just arrived. And they were like, hello, we're messengers of the gods. In fact, Derek, you know this, your grandparents were the Fe- first dragon. Mm-hmm. Feels as if Derek would not have shut up about this. So we're very aware yeah. because every two minutes, Derek's like, did you know I'm a messenger of the well, gods? My grandfather did this. And, the, and there's a lot of weight. So you often find that dragonborn are in really influential positions. So like, um, uh, you find dragon, well, really influential, but never the top of the chain. Mm. They're never the emperor. They're always the advisor. Okay. They're never the, I don't know, like the king, they're always a lord. Like they never get to the top. They're always kind of like in high positions, but never ruling anything. They kind of have a, like a, a bit of the share of the power. They're often, they arrive with lots of wealth, so they're often the wealthiest people. So they have a lot of influence, but they don't control anything as much. They work, I suppose they, it's, well, conspiracy theorists might say they, have, they try to accumulate a lot of soft power, like they try mm. to influence rather than control directly. Like a lot of the stories of dragons arriving to cities and leveling them and becoming dragon emperors are ancient. Most humans tell stories of humans having experienced this, but there's actually no archaeological record of them ever happening. Elves, probably, but it's been a long, long time since anything like that happened. Bit of draconic history for you. Woo! So yeah, um, child of Bahama and I don't poop gold. But yes, we can all, um, basically, the children of Bahamut, we can do stuff that's not just uh, damaging. And that made you all weak. Because what it means is that we can stop you from hurting us. Mm. So it makes you less effective at fighting us, which means that we can stop the fight without having to kill anyone. I wonder if we can magnify your powers to a large enough degree that we can stop these wars. We need a lot of dragons. Yeah, I mean, my father can do it very a lot, but, you know, not for... But on a- Massive scale, taking down hundreds of thousands. I don't think that. I don't. Saving it, lives. It didn't last very long, really. No. And would you permanently immobilise people? Well, it's better than... See- well, as a necromancer, I suppose it's not better than seeing them dead. I'd lose my re- test research. But the gods want a war. It'd be a good way of stopping them from playing with people's lives. I don't think... I don't think the dragons would like that. <laughs> I don't think they would like to help the people. Fair enough. Uh, Nithrin's like, I can't say too much because dad's like, you know, people can't be trusted and this and that and the other. But, but your dad likes elves. Um, He doesn't hate elves anymore. Oh. Like, I, I think he appreciates Still a step them. up, I think. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Did you have any more questions for Nithrin? Is he, he, I imagine him kind of like flying along at head height as you're all Nithrin? Kind of yes. What's your favourite food that's not gold or gemstones? Uh, fish. You like fish? Yeah, so the lake outside of the tower is full of, like, so many fish. Like, the people that we met were right. Like, it's a very good fishing spot. Um, and I can swim. I can breathe underwater. Um, and it's really fun to... You You go in the water, and then you bury yourself beneath all the, like, the silt and the sand. And then when you've been there for, like, I don't know, half an hour, the fish forget you're there. And then when they go past, oh, you grab them. That sounds like a fun game. It is. I like to do a bit like that in the forest when I'm hunting. Mm. You, you go in and you, you hide in a bush and you draw your bow and arrow and you wait until all the fawn have forgotten that you're there and soon something comes hopping along or skittering past and you can shoot it. Hunting's fun. I like yeah. hunting. Maybe I could come hunting with you at some point. That would be good. We could go fishing. Maybe when I'm older. But yes, that yeah. would be nice. We'll go fishing when you get home. Yes, that would be good fun. 
as Nathan's kind of navigating, following the path, keeping an eye on where you're going, he starts to divert off again this kind of desire path that you're on, this kind of small trail, which is getting less and less. You know when you're on like a footpath and the grass is overgrown, you don't really know where you're going. You're going through quite... Again, not forest per se, but there's getting more uh, kind of wooded areas around here. Do you do get to something which probably does define the forest? Um, Derek, are you wearing any jewellery? Underneath my armour, I'd say. As you're walking through these dense woods and you've gone off the track, you notice like a really thick mist has started to roll through, but probably doesn't go above knee height. And there's almost like a twinkle to the mist as you make your way through. Um, you watch as kind of like uh, at this point the trees are a bit too dense so you watched as um, Nithrin is walking alongside you his head just kind of poking above the mist and then as you continue to walk uh, maybe like an hour-ish later walking through this mist you notice that your gems beneath your armour where you can see them are glowing like a brilliant bright light from all of your gems Nithrin stops Arthur has questions for people who wants to speak to him. Interesting. The dragon wants to speak to us? Um, oh, the wizard wants to speak to us. Yes. The dragon father. Yeah, remember. No, friend. No, my friend yes, Arthur. Your dragon friend. friend. My friend Arthur. We're my so friend good Arthur at wants this. to speak to you. Who wants to speak to him? Uh, I'll speak yes. to him. Well, I, I speak draconic. Oh, shit. We're not meant to know he's a dragon. Oh, no, he, he, speak, he does speak draconic. Well, oh, I does speak he? Draconic. Yeah, well, I thought, yeah. yeah. I'll speak to him. In, in... To be friends with a dragon, you have to speak draconic. Suppose. Mm. I'll go and say hello because I might want to ask him why I have these headlights around my neck. In all of your heads, you hear, Hello, friends. You seem to have brought back uh, my charge. Yes, your friend. Yes, yes, Nithrin. Um, I just would like to let you know that you are welcome here. Please be calm and I will welcome you. Once you reach the lake, I will meet you there. Do not fear, be careful, and do not touch anything. Stand by the lake and I will see you there. Okay, thank you. Many thanks. See you soon. You continue to walk through the forest and then eventually the tree line, you can kind of see it coming through uh, as the trees started to thin out. You start to see the hints of a lake beyond. And as the tree, as you come to the edge of the tree line, it opens up a beautiful lake uh, out before you, uh, twinkling in the sunlight, almost... uh, Uncannily, like it shouldn't be this glittering, but it kind of glitters in the sun. Um, you can see a deer uh, in the woods kind of poking out and looking at you. And on the other side of this lake, you can see a impossibly tall tower, so tall that you think you should have been able to see it from miles away, poking up above the tree line with vines wrapped around it, old stone cracked and tumbled around it, almost like it should not be standing. And yet, stand it does at the other side of this river. This is some powerful illusion magic that can hide this. Wow. Powerful mage, I assume. He kind of winks you with his powerful mage, I assume. 50 of the best illusionists at the universities can't do this. I mean, it's not a high bar, but still. You hear a voice from behind you. I'm glad you like it. (laughs) You turn around and you see a man standing there with a very long white beard, uh, long kind of white hair, in long flowing golden robes. I told you in his 90s. Nithrin turns around uh, and takes flight and flies over to the old man, barrages into him, who kind of pulls him into a great big hug. As he's kind of giving a big hug, kind of closes his eyes to give him a tight embrace and looks up, kind of lets him down to the floor. Thank you so much for returning him to me. Of course. He, was, he, he seemed so sad when he was lost. We, we couldn't not bring him. Dragons can be a little bit excitable when they're young, and I think he thought he could strike out, but... 
thank you very much for returning them to me. Uh, it means a lot. Um, I might repay you. You are amenable to it. I have something that I hope will be of use, uh, a magical item which I have been, uh, which I, I feel I can spare, which I think may be of some use to you and has helped me in the past. Um, and he pulls out a amulet. Uh, it's uh, where uh, in what if he reaches into one of his sleeves, oh, okay, <laughs> pulls okay. out an amulet. Uh, with it's in the shape of a gold sun with a big um, kind of uh, piece of amber lodged in the center on a long chain. This should, if anyone is trying to track you or find you, this should dissuade them and make them struggle. It's an amulet of proof against detection. Fascinating. Um, which should be able to help. How does he feel about us having custard with us? He almost hasn't really. He's got a pet dragon. In, in, so. in his, I mean. yeah, like it's kind of from, it's, how would you respond if you saw someone with, a, uh, I guess, a bicycle? I guess is the modern day allegory. <laughs> oh, okay. It's just kind of like, oh, they have a... Which is weird. Like, if you went into a village... Yeah, like, they'd yeah. Be like, if we what didn't the? already know there was something going yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. But he is kind of like... he's a. But then also, even if you didn't, he's a wizard. Like, yeah. he's probably seen this. He might even have a few in the tower. You never know. Because just the equivalent of a penny-farthing bicycle. A uh, penny-farthing that can fly. <laughs> like, it's very... Yeah, it's bizarre. You are hidden from divination magic whilst wearing Ooh. this, basically. This has helped me in many occasions for when we are trying to stay hidden, as I'm sure you can tell I am here. Is that whoever's wearing it, or is it whoever's within a proximity? Whoever is wearing it. You must be attuned to it as well. But if any of you are ever being sought, or if you are trying to protect yourselves, this should come in use. Um, like I say, it has helped me on many an occasion. Thank um, you very much. Please, I encourage you to set up camp by the lake this evening. Uh, nothing shall assail you. Um, you shall find yourselves... Um, nourished and satisfied and you should wake up feeling refreshed tomorrow it is a magical place i would ask that you do not return here with frequency and do not tell people of this location it is my private uh solace my, my place of solitude um but if you ever require anything you may come speak and i may be able to aid although i am not in the habit of coming on adventures those days of mine are long behind me i reckon zaga would rip the page out of the book of the little map that she draws wherever she goes about how to get to this place she kind of rips the page up and scrumples it up so if anyone were to find her journal they wouldn't be able to find the location of this place do you make it obvious to him that's what you're doing or do you are you just kind of doing it to yourself i'm just i'm doing it if he sees he sees if not like he seems to give you a knowing smile and a, uh, a nod have you got a fishing rod i'm going to put my hand to what the locals call fishing might i suggest rolling up your sleeves I'm going to follow as long as well. Rest your hands in the water. Now, the fish will swim away initially. It's quite plentiful water. And wait. And test your hand for when one comes just close enough, you can snatch it from the water. It's very exciting. Mm. Much more rewarding than a wand, I must say. A, a wand? A, a rod, I must say. Interesting. Well, oh, maybe I should try this. I want to try that. Come on, Belmont. Please, go ahead. Did you have a question, Dragonborn? That was going to be my exact question. Oh, wonderful, question. wonderful. Yeah. I mean, would, do you not want to find out why you're glowing? Oh, yes. Why Why am I glowing? <laughs> and also, can we drink from the lake? Like, it's not a holy or anything, is it? Can, can we have a weird drink? Yes, yes. No, please, please be my guest. You can drink from it. Um, you can hunt the game here. You can eat the fish here. You will find that your hunting abilities are heightened here, I would say. The woods here are plentiful. Your gems are glowing. The latent magic in the area um, is... Potent. I'm going to hunt some deer. Please be my guest. I'm going to take uh, Nithrin here back to our tower and uh, we're going to rest and have a conversation. So it's probably the last we'll see, me, see of me 
and before you leave, until you leave. So it was a pleasure to meet you, and I thank you all greatly for what you have done. Thank you for letting us stay. This is probably going to be an actually pleasant night's sleep. Yes, it shouldn't rain, um, and you should be fine to sleep under the stars. I'm already like at the lake with my hands. You're in already getting ready. Yeah, absolutely. I'm holding my hands out in the forest, waiting for a deer. To <laughs> <laughs> <my hands. laughs> Uh, Can I roll to see if I catch? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would say, I would say, dexterity survival. Not twenty plus seven, twenty-seven. Easy. You stand there, and it's almost like you put your hand in, and he said the fish would swim away, and a few of them kind of sway away a little bit as you arrive, but then they very quickly return. You manage to catch, kind of like a a wiggling. Can I get enough to feed myself and the hippogriff? Uh, I would say oh, so. Everyone. You're a dab hand at this. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. kind of maybe a, a few times you managed to get a good amount of fish to prepare. It's like power them up I like behind to, me. I like to picture custard maybe as like, you know, the way like um, animals do when they've got their head resting on their front claws. Mm. They're just next to the river, just kind of watching you. I'm going to get like a small fish and throw it in the air, see if you can catch it. Yeah, easy. Yes. He just leaps in the air, eats the fish in one, uh, and then kind of looks very pleased with himself and then goes back good down boy, to get more fish. Sheldon's going to give it a trash month. This doesn't look too hard. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve, twelve's enough. Um, Look, Nathan, I'm doing it. You put your arm in, you catch a fish. It's almost like you lift your hand out and you're thinking, oh, I missed it. <laughs> and then your hand comes out of the water and you've got a fish in your hand. I like to think that he's got this like little fish that's flapping yeah, and I've got it's a like pile little right side behind in. me. Uh, but you have nonetheless, it is thrilling and exhilarating <laughs> to do it. I'm going to try and grab some deer. Like physically grapple a deer. Uh, well, no, I've got my javelin, so I'll, I'll use a ranged attack. <laughs> yeah, you've got bored of waiting um, with your hands out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would say, again, so give me, um, oh, I guess, um, uh, I suppose an attack roll with advantage. Oh my God, 12. In total? In total. You kind of hunt around, you see a deer, and you throw your javelin through the woods, and you're like, shit, I missed it. And then you see it strike the deer, and you've managed to find an amazing piece of game with almost like a golden kind of hue. In fact, the same with the fish, like a golden hue to its fur, a golden hue to their scales. Zag, are you doing anything whilst you're in this, I suppose, magical place? I'm still making notes. but Just not where just, it is. Yeah, there's no uh, specifics. Okay. I'm just documenting what is happening, what I'm seeing, what it is, but there's no specifics and no one could know. But I will also apply small pulses to custard. Of course. Again, Custard's kind of sat next to uh, Valna while hunting. As you put the poultice up, he kind of uh, stands up a little bit as you do and then comes over and nuzzles you as you do it. Um, very rapidly becoming a very tame uh, hippogriff. Um, so I'm literally like chucking fish over my shoulder, so I'm sorry it, if one slaps you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> no, you find your hand is incredibly good and Custard in this area at least is incredibly good at catching these. Mm. In fact, almost all your experiences whilst in this place are overwhelmingly positive. Mm. You... When you're writing your notes, you never struggle to find the right word for what you need to get. When you're preparing the feast, you, um, Derek, you never struggle to kind of prepare it correctly. You get enough fish to feed all of you. Like, you all have, like, a wonderful time. Um, Are we able to cook enough and preserve it so we've got rations so it's not just a one-time thing? Like, Smoke it. Uh, we've, got a, we've got a whole deer, so I'm pretty yeah. sure we can... Like yes. We can make Lots some, like, jer- um, yeah. like, jerky or something, just so... I think it's probably reasonable... I'll be generous. You get eight days' rations each. Oh, wow. Yay. Okay. Now, I need to work out if you can carry that, but basically you'll get eight days' rations each from the stuff you've prepared, which I think you should be able to. Can I make, spend the evening making a little kind of harness thing for custard 
So mm-hmm. he could just have like a little bag on either side of him to hold some of our stuff. Oh. Yeah, I, again, I would say you can get the... You can the fashion the, out of leather, couldn't you? I was going to say the skin from the from the yeah. deer, you're able to preserve it. Again, all of your endeavours here seem far easier than they rightly should be. Do we get suspicious by this? Or are uh, we the, too the, bewildered so to the, be able to think like this? Your brain's not addled. There's nothing... So you're not concerned. I will give you... A, there's no amount of check that will really tell you the true answer to this because there are situations where you can be somewhere that's too good to be true and you've lost a million years and all of a sudden the world's ended around you or whatever and everyone you know is dead. Your brain does... If you take a moment to consider it in your suspicion, your brain doesn't feel affected. You don't feel any pull to do anything. You don't feel like... Maybe you even test this a bit. You try to leave. You feel like you can leave. Like, there's nothing dragging you here. It just feels like whilst you're here, a lot of things are going your way. Um, Like the area's enchanted in some some way. In fact, probably... It probably comforts you a little bit. Maybe you have that thought of this feels a bit too good to be true, and then you go, "Oh, yeah. I've had that thought. We're because probably I'm all able right. to think like mm. that. I yeah. should be okay." Yes, yes exactly. Okay. Um, but yeah, you have a, again a wonderful evening. You prepare the stuff, and as you kind of bed down for the night, the grass feeling like a soft bed. Perhaps you feel as oh. comfortable as you have since you left the academy. Uh, you gaze upon the midnight sky. There are more stars in the sky than shooting you stars. Think shut up. Absolutely. There are more stars in the sky than should be possible. You can see, you swear you see planets. Like you can see, like the sky itself is a beautiful thing to look upon. And as you rest, you do feel truly nourished. You feel well fed, but not too full. And as you wake up the next day, you have had a full long rest, but you also now all have inspiration as well. Yay! Yay.